Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about our recap of Nashville. That is right. We get, we take the dub against Nashville for the first time ever, for at least first time meeting against each other. Uh, we take the 1-0 win with a Dejan Joveltic, uh game winner. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get to, into our thoughts about that. Player performances. You know all that good stuff. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, of course, us in standings, some Galaxy news, and then of course our preview against RSL. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit of stuff to talk about. So I mean, yeah, I mean the the win that we had on 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 Saturday, a little bit frustrating. Uh, how we got it? I mean, a fr- bit of a frustrating game, but at the end of the day, we got three points. That's all that matters. But um, yeah, I mean, let's dive into it. But first off, um, of course, with me as always is. LA Galaxy Central as my co-host. How you doing, man? I'm doing good today. I'm happy to be coming off another win. Yeah, of course. And it's always great to have you back on the show. Like always, um, always good to have your thoughts and things like that. But um, but today, it's not only just us two. Um, for the first time in, I guess, in inside our Galaxy uh, history or for the first time on the show, uh, we have a third voice on here. So um, today I invited one one of my good friends that I've um, recently met, and she's, uh, uh, she, you know, she's a bit of a. I'll, I'll just say I, I've mentioned her before in the past. I've when I always when I always say the Cabral truthers, I always meant it, it. It always means that it's it's her. So I mean, but today I thought it would be a, a good idea to let her on and you know share her opinions about the games and everything like that. So with me today is one of my good friends. Her name is Crystal. So how are you doing, Crystal? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I mean, like I said, to LA Galaxy Central, we got to win. I'm feeling good. He's feeling good. I'm pretty sure you're feeling good. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good day, good week. And um, I'm glad both of you guys are here. And uh, this should be a fun one. Like I said, it's the third. I mean, this is the first time we have um, three people on the show. So, I mean, we'll see how this goes, but overall, I'm kind of excited for this one. No, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. So, um, but yeah, anyways, guys, let's just get right into it. So, like I said, we got Nashville. Um, on, we had Nashville on Saturday. Galaxy win 1-0 against them with a late goal by Dejan Javelchik. Seals the three points. Galaxy are now unbeaten in four games, which ties their 2021 record for the most games unbeaten. So that's kind of that's kind of nice to hear that we've, you know, We've already tied, you know, one of our years where we kind of struggled. So that's nice to hear. Plus, this is our fourth clean sheet of the year, which is also nice to hear, knowing that, you know, we didn't let him score in this game. So, yeah, I mean, overall, there's some there's some good positives in here. Of course, we'll dive into it deep about what happened into this game. But uh, first, I'm just going to give it off to LA Galaxy Central, as always, man. Um, How'd you feel about this game? Break it down for me, dude. Yeah, it was another great defensive performance. I thought Nashville kind of just parked the bus back, wanting to get a point from the game, but it was frustrating the whole game. The Galaxy created chances, just like Chicago from last week. They were clearly a better team, but they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. But it's good that they found their one chance and they managed to put it away. So it's really good to get three points at home, and hopefully we keep this momentum going into next week. Yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, It it was a bit of a frustrating game, I'm not going to lie, just because of the fact that we had so many chances. But yeah, the Galaxy completely dominated this game from, I mean, just from the start. I mean, I didn't get to watch it live because of reasons, but um, <laughs> uh, I didn't get I, I didn't get to watch this game. But when I watched the replay of this game, it was just really um, 
you know, overall domination by the galaxy from the start of the game, like just really just took control of the tempo and just everything about it. Um, but um, now going to Crystal, I mean, just just kind of quickly, like what what did you think about it, about this game going into this one? How did you feel about it? Well, I mean, honestly, being there, you can feel like you could. I was stressed. Like I felt the stress for them because, yeah, it was frustrating pretty much because of the amount of chances we had and for them to not finish like in some like in some areas it it was getting very stressful especially getting so close to the end of the second half I think that's where you could feel like the most tension like Alexis Central I don't know if um you were there live I was. but oh, okay yeah so I don't know if you felt that but I sure felt it like Maybe where I sit, because I sit in section 101, like right behind the goal. So you can see it in the players that a lot of them were getting stressed. And I was stressed. But I was happy right at the end when Dejan got his chance and like scored it. I think everybody like, like whole stress is like relieved. But yes, the game, like I was stressed. Yeah, it felt good. Yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating one just because of those offensive chances. But I mean, I guess the good, the best, the like sort of like maybe not the biggest highlight of that night, but sort of just overall was just that, again, this was a good defensive game by us. Right. And, and honestly, this was just another defensive game. I think you mentioned it um, in the beginning, but like this was a very defensive game for both teams. I think the Galaxy defense was just much more. Uh, they locked down a bit more than Nashville. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nashville does have a good defense, but. I really think that the Galaxy, like for the most, the big positive is that they did a good job in, in you know, holding down Nashville's offense, especially with guys like Henny Mukhtar, who was an MVP caliber player last year. And, and you know, like also like players like, you know, Sapong and things like that. It's just, I, I felt like the Galaxy defense did play very well. And of course, we'll shout out some of those players that did play good in that defense. But I mean, overall, the defense just played very good. Um, but and, and again, this was sort of similar to like Chicago because Chicago is again very defensive team, very defensive game overall. Um, but at least we had some shots in this game. But again, the and I guess the neg- the most negative part about this is just the fact that you know the, the again the amount of opportunities that we had, the fact that we couldn't finish in that final part of the play and the final third and stuff like that. It's just like. That was the most frustrating part. Now, of course, there's some there's a there's someone that that I guess you can say that was like the biggest uh, yeah. voice out of that. We'll get into that. But I, but I think just in general, though, like it was because uh, it wasn't just him. Um, there was a lot of players that couldn't really finish that that, you know, that final play, that final shot, um, except for one man, which was Dejan Javelty who came into the game. Um, you know, I think what was it like the 70th minute around there, like 20 minutes before the game ended? It was like 15, I think. 15, 20 around there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and then he comes in 85th minute, 87th, I think it was, um, scores the game winner. So, I mean, but yeah, just overall, just like you, you can take it two ways because you can take it as like, hey, we finally have a really good defense. We finally can, you know, stop, you know, offenses and things <laughs> so like far. that. Um, or, you know, we we have a lot of work to do in the offense, but you know it, it, it. I mean, overall, like I said, great win, great three points. I mean, you can't complain about that, especially at home. So, I mean, what can you do about it? But I mean, overall, like 
there is still some work to be done in, in, in on this team. Yeah, I mean, let's get into a little bit of the player performances. Um, do you have anybody that you want to highlight, LA Galaxy Central? Pretty much the entire back line. All of them had a fantastic game. And Mark Delgado, too, he really shut down Hanny Mukhtar. So those are some guys that I think really stepped up on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, the defense, um, I, I, a lot of people are really praising our center backs. Um, yeah, they've done good well. Yeah, they've done fantastic this season. And especially this game. I mean, you look at um, Derek Williams, the second cool Bali. Derek Williams had like a 93.8% pass completion. One assist, ended up getting him MLS Team of the Week. Played very well. Sega Koulibaly, 94% pass completion. And 69, I think he got like 69% of his duels won in this game. So it's like, you know, they 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 both played very well. And which, by the way, I think Koulibaly deserved to be on MLS Team of the Week. <laughs> I mean, he just yeah. he had, he, he, like some people say he might have had a better performance than Derek Williams. But like, you know, but still though, like, this is like the first time in like in a while where you can say like, Hey, we finally have our center backs. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I'd like yeah. to hope so. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it might be a bit too early, but like at, what we've seen so far, it's like, you know, the, 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 the word is that like, we finally have our center backs. We finally have them after like, however many, however much money we invested in that position, however many years we invested in that position. It's like too many. We finally got our guys. So, um, no, yeah, it, it, the de- but yeah, defense overall, like I said, played very well, especially those two guys. Um, Crystal, do you have anybody that you want to highlight uh, on this game? I mean, I completely agree. I think our whole, yeah, our whole back line, I don't think, I feel like that back line should never be changed, really. Like, I feel like the chemistry between Sega and Derek Williams, like, I feel like that, that chemistry is unmatched. Derek they're crazy insane like that that whole back line that's unmatched like they they really they really put it up there I mean besides Dejan like which I believe he should get a lot more playing time than he does I feel like besides the defenders Dejan that's that's the man this week yeah uh, and before we get into Dejan I like how you highlighted the chemistry between um Williams and, and Koulibaly which was sort of you know the issue of last year of like and i've mentioned the two in episodes last year was the fact that our center backs never really had a good chemistry because it was always a different pairing it was always a different um you know just different players in those positions and which now that you have Derek williams and sega cool starting basically you know ever since like i think what like portland lafc so these past few games they've done very well they've their chemistry is building and you know and and that's a good thing. That's why I always think that that that's kind of what makes me hopeful for our defense and, and the center backs is that, you know, the chemistry. But um, no, yeah, you brought up Dejan. Of course, he was the guy of the night, you know, difference maker in the game, pushed the offense more, found the winning goal. You know, he delivered it after the game. He was like, hey, I should deserve more minutes. And, you know, after basically getting that winner, you know, some might argue, a lot of people are going to argue that, yeah. This guy does deserve more minutes. This guy needs to, um, you know, get more minutes and step in. I think another thing, too, what I feel like made him a little bit more hungry, because um, I don't know if you guys went to the Open Cup match, but um, if you guys did or if you rewatched it, I don't know if you noticed, like, that game, for whatever reason, like, 
his shots like they just were not finished they were unlucky every time so when they when he subbed out for when Kevin subbed him out and Kevin scored I think that was like his snap moment like dang my sub just just scored what like kind of like he should he did what I should have done to kind of prove my point so I feel like Saturday for Dijon he was like I'm getting this regardless of what happens like I'm going to prove my point one more time because if you because that it was the opposite Dijon subbed out Kevin and then scored so I think I think Dijon honestly I think he's really talented I feel like he deserves more but besides him I think another thing I want to point out is the middle I feel like with Mark Costa and Revelison, like kind of all being around the middle. I think that's also a really good thing because Revelison has actually stood out to me a lot these past few games with the way he's been playing in the middle with him and Mark being like a little bit more aggressive going and like fighting for the ball. I think that's been working a lot also. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree on a lot of those things. So yeah, the, the, the midfield as well. There's there, like, although I think the midfield, in my opinion, is still, somewhat a little bit not not shaky but i feel like the the chemistry is, is getting a little bit better in that area too but i think yeah like i give them the the midfield their shout but um no yeah you also brought up a good point about dejan and, and the open cup too it's like i because i i went to that game which by the way thanks to la galaxy central because he gave me tickets to that game but um no but yeah i, I mean yeah in that u.s open cup game like Dejan was unlucky in that game and you can tell that he was frustrated in that game. He left off the field frustrated in that game. And the fact that he went into this game saying like, I, you know what, whatever happens, I, I'm going to be the difference maker in this game. And again, he delivered it. He delivered it. And so, yeah, I mean, you have to give props for Dejan, um, you know, for, for just going in there and just do it, like just go, go, go for it. And, and that's sort of the thing that some of our players need to do is just that, they need to go for it. <laughs> like that's what you, you need sort of that mentality in there. So, I mean, yeah, again, props to Dejan for that one. Um, LA Galaxy Central, do you have anybody else in, in this, in this, uh, in this game that you want to highlight? Good, bad? No, I think that's pretty much it really. Um, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, well. I mean, you know, we, we sort of had, I mean, we, I don't want to leave off the player performances without mentioning it. And which, by the way, Crystal did sort of mentioned it a little bit. Um, Kevin Cabral, which was something that was, again, a, a topic of conversation like it normally is in these games. Not for the right reasons. Yeah, not for the right reasons. But um, yeah, I mean, for Kevin, it, this was not the turning point that some had hoped for after that open cup <laughs> match. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he he did have a lot of chances to score and he and to make that, you know, make a play. Um, the guy was very hesitant um, for most parts. And, and I think that's his main issue for the most part is that he can be very, very hesitant in, his, in like the plays. Like because I, I feel like Kevin can do some good things. He can get behind that the, the opposing back line. He can create some stuff, but it's the fact that he can't. Excuse me. His finishing is just not there. Um and and I think there's just times where this guy just overthinks completely. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kevin did not have a great game. Um, of course, having Crystal here, being that that Kevin Cabral supporter, I mean, I'm pretty sure she feels the same way, though. I mean, th this was not a good game by Kevin by any means, but, you know, it, 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 
Like, I don't, I mean, it is a bit frustrating. Like, I mean, the guy got booed off the field and things like that on Saturday. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, whatever your, whatever your stance is on that is your stance. But I mean, it, it's just, I don't know, just something has to be done. I don't know. I was like, well, honestly, as much as I am like a hardcore, like, oh, I love the Cabral twins, both of them. I like, I will vouch for them all day, every day. I will say, though, I that was a very stressful for me because especially sitting like right by the goal you know you see that final play like you like you see where he can come in where he can like you know make his shot but I feel like his issue is on on top of being hesitant is the fact where I think he has only really one or two shots if that makes sense like I think he has like he wants to be in a certain spot when he gets the ball where I feel like maybe that's just a little bit more development in the sense that he needs to find different angles. And I know it's hard, but I think it's just finding those different angles instead of relying on just one angle where he knows he can always get a shot because even the U S open cup, that was very lucky. I will say as much as I was crazy for him scoring, that was very lucky because if he would have waited like two more seconds to, grab that rebound i'm sure it wouldn't have been a goal la galaxy century got something to say though oh no not really i'm just saying like he needs to be a bit more confident in the final third like taking players on connecting passes even like taking shots like you saw the confidence day had and taking that final shot i need cabral to have that type of confidence and not really be hesitant or be scared yeah and i, I completely I, agree well I, I mean yeah i agree with both of your guys things but but uh, to be fair as well, I, I will I will like to argue, although Kevin was sort of the, the main, like, I guess you can say scapegoat in this in this situation. There was a lot of players that also had the same thing where they just did not take a shot. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, I will. Uh, that's the only thing that I will say that is that it's not just Kevin. It's a lot of our guys that, that are, are hesitant to take those shots. And, and it's sort of this thing where it's like, well, Chicharito can't do everything on his own. Right. It's, it's like he just can't really like you got you like think about it. We have what? Ten goals th- this season. He's he's had half of them and, and everybody else is like only had one. It's like you have like I mean, there, there's a certain point where you have to have your your other goal scorer. You have to have another person who's going to be putting it behind the net again. It, it can't always be Chichado of, and he's great at what he does. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like he can't do it by himself. Um, yeah, when, we need some of our attacking DPs to step up on that end. Yeah, uh, exactly. And um, and, and it's something I just kind of want to highlight too, as well. Just kind of sort of what people want after this game, especially with Dejan scoring, is the Galaxy to play in a four-four-two formation. Now, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed for them trying that formation. However it's not going to be the solution to our problems. So, I, and, and, and me and my brother were, were sort of talking about this and we, were, and we actually had like a very deep conversation about this. <laughs> but essentially, the, the, the problem with having a 4-4-2 is that it, it's, it's a formation that, one, first off, it, it, they don't really do as much anymore. And even if you do do it, you have to have the right pieces. One being your left and right midfielders. That's one part. You can put Grandier on the left. I think he can do he can play in that left midfield spot. Why? Because he can go up and down and he can go he can go 
in the offense, and then he can go help in the defense. He can do that. The, 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 um, the problem with that is that you're right side. You don't have a right, you don't have a right, um, you know, midfielder who's going to do that. You're not going to put Alvarez on there because he's not going to, he's not going to go up and down. You're not going to put Costa on there because he doesn't necessarily go up and down either. So what's your other choice? Which, by the way, a lot of people think that just because we get a 4 4 2 and, and, you know, put Dejan in, this means that Kevin doesn't play at all. That's not necessarily true because, again, you don't want to put Alvarez on, on the right. You don't want to put Costa on the right. Who's your other option? Kevin. <laughs> so it's like your other option is Kevin, which, by the way, he can probably do that because he can go, he can go up and down the field. But again, it's not the best choice because he can't really defend on that part. Because I was gonna say, I, I, I honestly agree because I feel like what people, I feel like what people want right now is Kevin to not play, period. Which I feel like, because yes, he, yes, as much as this season for him has been like stressful. I don't feel like that's the right answer because if anything, which I've told you before, is I feel like sometimes the amount of hate he does get, I think it messes him up more, if that makes sense. Because he's, I think that's what makes him probably more hesitant, overthink more, because he doesn't want to mess up. So he like overthinks his entire everything and it makes him mess up. Now, am I making an excuse for him? No, but... What I will say also, too, about Efra is Efra sometimes is questionable in the sense that he's a really good player. But one thing I did notice, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when he took the ball, like, by himself, there was no pace at all. Like, a, like once he got to the end, like, you can tell, like, he was out of breath. There was no pace there. And I, so I feel like agreeing with you, trying to do that 4-4-2 and putting him on the right, I don't think it would work because I don't feel like there would be enough pace there to go up and down. Like, I don't think he's fast enough for the wing. Right, exactly. It's not necessarily the wing just because he, he can play the wing sometimes, but it's just playing as a midfielder in that sort of position because that, that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go up and down on that on that side. and And not only just that, but... You know, if you don't if you don't do your job there, you're gonna leave that side very very vulnerable. So that that's the issue with that. But again, and but if you want somebody who's gonna play there, who's gonna have the pace, who's gonna go up and down, your best bet is Cabral on that side. <laughs> like that that's what people don't understand. And and even if and even if you find a way to put to to like if you do a four four two, even if you find a way to fix that side of the field, okay, fine. Here's your second problem, your strikers. And again, I know, and this may sound crazy because you're saying, what, like Chicharito, Dejan have good chemistry? It should work. Hold on, because here's the problem with your two-striker system. Dejan and Chicharito have a very, I, I don't want to say exact similar style of play because Chicharito is, you know, he's probably the best at whatever he does. Um, but they're very much in sense of that they're they're um they're inside the box right like they're always going to be inside the box they're going to be the ones who finished finish it um you know inside there and then that's what Dejan did on Saturday but what you needed if you're going to play with two strikers you're going to have someone who's going to sort of necessarily like I, I don't want to say create but I mean in a sense yes like you're going to have one of those guys 
drop back down a little bit and then you're gonna but the idea is that like one of them is gonna have to be that poacher which is most likely going to be chicharito because he's the best at what at, at doing that and then your second striker is necessarily going to be you know um trying to create something trying to shoot outside the box trying to you know pass it to try to open up the play like i mean that's that's also another issue about that is your strikers um la galaxy century you want to say something bro yeah, personally, I would like to see Chicharito and Dejan play up top because I think like a big strong striker versus like a poacher and movement striker like Chicharito would work really well because like Dejan can kind of hold the ball up and maybe even flick it onto Chicharito and Chicharito can be the one to finish. So, or it can be the other way around where like someone crosses the ball into Dejan. So I actually think that would work really well. I'd be really interested in seeing it for a full game. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, okay, I'll, I'll say this. Like, I feel like De- if Dejan had sort of that role where he needs to sort of create a little bit, I think he he'll be he'll be he'll be able to do it. But the problem is like I, I don't in which is sort of another point is that even if you want to do this formation and, and and all this stuff, it's the fact that are these players are are they really going to be um uh versatile to really play these positions? Because think about it this way. We played we started a four four two in this game and then it shifted. It shift. It ended up shifting. I, I don't. I think it was back to a four four three three. I'm not entirely sure, but, um, but it, it, but again, we started with a four four two, and what happened? It, it ended up shifting. So it's like, for for it to ha- for for that formation to be the entire game, is sort of the issue with me. Like I I think like what happened on Saturday, doing in the last twenty minutes, last fifteen minutes, it's gonna it, it worked. It will work, but for doing it from the start. I, I don't know if it's if it's the long term solution to do it. That that's only my issue when it comes to this formation. Is it really the long term issue to to really get us going? Yeah, I just don't like four four three because we really don't have a Sam. I mean, like Sam is in center attacking mid. Like we have thirty five year old Victor Vasquez and Alvarez who just right now isn't that guy we need him to be. So playing four three three with like no natural Sam unless you go out and get one is like I don't know. I don't think it's a great idea unless you get one. Yeah, but but at the same time, I, I mean, I don't know. I like, like I said, I'm not opposed to the four four two. Right now, we're not doing that bad at, with a four three three. We're still getting results, but I think there's still we can still be better than that. But like, I don't know. I like I said, I, I would like to see them try the formation. I would like to see them do it at some point. But for people to think that this is the solution, and for also people to think that this having this formation is, is, is a reason to get rid of Kevin, which is not entirely true. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't fully see it, but again, um, I say try it, but I don't know. Hey, I mean, solution. Then he did win an MLS cup in 2017 playing four, four, two, every single game. So with Mark Delgado in the midfield, so just, just saying, and Edwards at left back. Okay. Fair enough. But and Zavaleta at center back, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Fair enough. But will it work? But, Again, that Toronto team is was a different team as well. Will he? It was. He, yeah. So can he do it in this one? That that's going to be. The, I think there's characteristics. Yeah. That I don't know. I, I like I said, if they want to try it, I, I I say go for it. But I'm just just for the people who think that this is the long long term solution. I don't think that's entirely true. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But anyways, we kind of went off on that. So. <laughs> um, Anybody anybody want to say something before we move on? I mean, like I said, I for a fact know 
that Kevin's not gonna be benched anytime soon. I mean, he will, but like I know he's gonna still get playing time. But hey, we can't stop the haters sometimes. But you know, Corral's my guy. He'll always be my guy. <laughs> All right, for sure. You know, hey, if you want to support Kevin, go ahead and support Kevin. Like I said, we support Kevin. We do. It's just that we're highly critical of him. <laughs> so well, yeah. yeah, I mean, sometimes you need to be though. I feel like you know, as much as the truth hurts, like that's why I say it was just stressful for me. But I feel like yeah, the the four four two. If that's what people think it's gonna get Kevin off, I don't. I don't think so. I think I feel like there just needs to be a little bit more development there. But you know, I'm. I have faith. Hey, for a DP, I have high standards, so that's just me. That's true, though. Which we have high standards for all our DPs, to be exact. But um, we should. Yeah, and we should. Anyways, just trying to kind of move forward here. Yeah, that was sort of our recap of the game, our thoughts, everything like that. Um, but yeah, like I said, we can't get we can't um go wrong with three points. So I'm glad we got that. Um, but anyways, let's go. Let's move forward a little bit. Um, if we want to just briefly talk about the standings of our rankings, Galaxy are still in third. So that's good. We're being consistent in that top three, I guess. Um, sure, it's a little annoying that our crosstown rivals are still winning, and that Austin, who you know, are doing very good right now, um, you know, they're still they're still fighting up there. So, but uh, hey, at least we're keeping it close. That's that's the most important part. Um, MLS power rankings, we go up to third. ESPN power rankings, we go up to second. I mean, I, I, I like I said, four four games unbeaten. I think the Galaxy deserve this is a good rating for them. Um, but yeah. Like I said, Galaxy still competing in, in the West, still trying to keep up with those two teams. And hopefully one one uh, week or one of these matches, we, you know, we take that first place spot is, is would be good, would be nice. But um, that would be great. Yeah. But yeah, those are our standings, power rankings right now. Um, let's talk a little bit about Galaxy news. There's not that much to talk about other than the fact that the Galaxy will face Cal United Strikers FC in the round of 32 in the U.S. Open Cup. Um, of course, this was announced, I think, last week on Wednesday or Thursday. So I forget what, what day it was. But uh, point is, that's our that's our uh, our next opponent for the U.S. Open Cup. This will be held in Irvine at Championship Stadium on May 11th. I mean, again, uh, U.S. Open Cup. Very, I, I, in my opinion, still an important cup, still still an important trophy. Um, and, uh, you know, and also an away game. Um, and I and, you know. I'm assuming a lot of people are going to go because I feel like that's kind of been, like a lot of people are trying to get tickets for this game. So, um, you know, I'll probably be there. I think you guys might be there. So other than, other than that, that's all the galaxy news we have uh, that that happens on May 11th, like I said, but yeah, let's go into our preview of RSL, which is our next match on Saturday. I believe uh, galaxy will be heading on the road to Sandy, Utah to face off for Al Salt Lake RSL are, Currently in sixth place of the in the Western Conference with a record of three, four, and two, uh, they just t- they tied their last match against the Portland Timbers. I think that was at Portland, if I recall. But RSL, um, a team I don't want to say a team that we necessarily struggle, but a team that we it's not an easy place to go play for sure. No, and also they're unbeaten at home so far this season, at home or yeah at home. So. Um, yeah, not going to be necessarily the easiest games for the Galaxy, especially with like altitude, altitude, and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I mean, what what are your 
sort of what like Alex Central, what do you what do you think about heading into this game for Saturday? Yeah, it's gonna be a tough test. Playing in Sandy, Utah is never easy for us or really any team in this league. Salt Lake got a good result last week after getting destroyed 6-0 the week before. So they're gonna to want to come out motivated to win this game in front of their fans. So it's gonna be a tough match, but hopefully we put our chances away and just stick to the game plan and I think we can do well. Yeah, of course. I, I uh, yeah, I agree with those. And and you know, another thing too, I feel like going up into into Ralph Salt Lake into Utah, it's it's sort of an like an underrated place to say like it or not, like it, it's very it's it's difficult than a lot it's more difficult than a lot of people think it is. Like I, I feel like yeah, it's it is. it is one of those underrated places to go play in because you know again because of the altitude and stuff like that and i don't know it's just like it's never it's not necessarily the easiest place to go play so yeah um it's a beautiful stadium though yeah it is a good stadium i'm not i'm not gonna lie um crystal do you have anything going into this game what are your thoughts going into ralph salt lake what do you think what do you think the galaxy should do whatever whatever your thoughts are honestly i'm nosy so like i'll be watching games and like i'll like scope out i'm so nosy so i mean i feel like against portland like yeah they i mean none of them could finish obviously but i feel like the tie might motivate them a little bit just because of how badly they lost to new york the week before which i feel like if they play i hope if they play the same way they played against new york probably what yeah something like that for the guy i mean Honestly, I feel like if they get an easy, like an early goal, if they get an early goal, like what they did in Portland, I feel like the Galaxy will be fine. Like, I feel like we will get the three points, especially with the way Jonathan has been playing and our, like our center backs. We keep that kind of formation like we had with Nashville. I think we'd be fine. I think I'm pretty confident we can take home three points. That's that. That's a big statement. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> That's a big I'm statement confident. saying that you're gonna. That, you know what? That we take. I'm be confident. I mean, no, the, there's no nothing wrong with that. But I feel like still, and going going on the road is never easy. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I will say I do agree on that. If the Galaxy go in here and they go in early, trying to trying to, um, you know, if they score first or if they take the lead first, they, they might have a good pretty good chance in uh be, in beating RSL. And honestly, RSL in general, like I mean, who's really like offensively who's like their best threat like Demir Krylock oh yeah there you go Demir Krylock I guess I mean you did you did they did lose on uh what was his name we, we signed him for like 10 minutes <laughs> rumored um Rusnak yeah Rusnak there you go um yeah they did lose Rusnak in the offseason so that that does also affect them but yeah Demir Krylock um definitely still like their best offensive threat in in that but I think again if our defense keeps playing the way they played they contain them I mean, there is a good chance they could get all three points, but I'm not going to say that they're guaranteed. So, no, I don't think they're guaranteed for sure. But I feel like if because being in Utah is almost like being in Portland, I feel like for for the Galaxy, like I feel like it's just kind of like as a hard kind of place to play. So I feel like getting the three points in Portland and then winning, you know, on Saturday, I feel like it will bring up some confidence where I hope it it's good confidence and they can score early just like they did in Portland, Seattle, and then, you know, keep that lead. Yeah, I agree with that. So, um, yeah, hopefully they do do that. But um, 
yeah, I think that's it though. Um, I don't know if you guys have any final words for our for the preview against RSL. No, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. All right, then we got our thoughts in. But um, yeah, that's it for the show. We got through everything, our recap, our previews, everything that you want to hear. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll say this: having a third person on here was a bit of a success. I'll, I'll say that I I did enjoy it my was. time. I, I did enjoy my time having a third person on here. So first off, thank you, Crystal, for joining the show. Um, and you know, hopefully, we might have you on here again soon. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. But yeah, guys, like I was saying, that is the show. Um, if you want to follow us on social medias, you can follow me at Insider Galaxy on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow LA Galaxy Central, it is at LA Galaxy Central on Instagram. Believe he's still on Twitter unless he deleted it. But um, you know, go follow him there at LA Galaxy Central. Um, if you want to follow Crystal stuff, I'll definitely you know um, post that whenever uh, I post this episode and 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 you know. Um, post it on social media. I'll definitely tag her and stuff like that. So I'll tag her on that if you want to follow her. Um, but yeah, guys, like I said, thank you for listening. Thank you for um, tuning into the show whenever, wherever you're listening to this podcast. But um, yeah, guys, I appreciate you. Be a friend. Tell a friend about the podcast as well. And um, yeah, thank you, guys. Jesus. Seven words. Be-